What is up, everybody? This is Andrew from Timepiece Archaeology. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast. Um, I'm sitting here with my good friend Vincenzo Esposito. What's and, up? And um, we're going to just talk about watches. Yeah. Dude, I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. It's a, it's a pleasure. It's a thrill. It's a goof and a gaff. And I'm just excited to get talking about stuff, honestly. All right, let's do a, a wrist check to start things off. What okay, I'll go, I'll go first since I'm the guest. <laughs> um, just so it's only polite. I'm wearing my Seiko 009 um, on a red, white, and blue NATO, so it's pretty pretty fitting. I am wearing my Orient EV0C. Um, I just did a video about that on YouTube. Go check it out on our channel um, under Timepiece Archaeology. It's getting um, all your wrist time off. Oh yeah, it's getting a ton of wrist time. Yeah. Every time I see a post, just wearing that. Wearing I mean, that as soon right. as I got it, it was, uh, it was an unexpected uh getting there yeah it said june 12th and all of a sudden it was like there a week later yeah yeah where did you find it um searching through ebay i actually haven't found another um reference okay i've seen so that the the orient that you're wearing Mm. what's what's the reference of it again ev uh zero c okay yeah i've seen other variants of that where it has the fluted bezel where it has the presidential bracelet, and I've, I actually see one that looks just like a Rolex Date. They're actually super Solid popular. Gold. They're yeah, super popular. I know. Like, um, I kind of want one, like the all gold, just so I can flaunt, flaunt it around. I mean, it's it's a classic. It's complete homage. Like it's a it's a yeah. lookalike. It's yeah. a it's a. I wouldn't even call it a fake, but it's a lookalike. It's it's paying its respects, if you will. Yeah, to it's a paying one a lot of, of respects. Uh, I was actually surprised to see how popular it was on yeah facebook groups and stuff yeah yeah no there's a lot of them yeah i mean not a lot but like 600 bucks yeah no it's and that's not pretty cheap. yeah it's not cheap that's like a hamilton true that's you a, know what i mean like a, a solid piece that's like a hamilton king almost right what are those going for that king goes for about like 380 retail yeah retail for a king wow. probably not retail but great yeah. market Oh, yeah, I, it's like you can find one on Amazon. Oh yeah, like for three, yeah, like three eighty, yeah. Do we trust Amazon? I don't know. Nah, I <laughs> wouldn't. <laughs> Most times, I give Amazon too much. Listen, if they got a good rating, you know, if they're a trusted seller, why not? I mean, you got your Orient off eBay. I did, and that's did. not even Amazon. True. Yeah. Um. So we are sitting outside of a Starbucks. So I apologize for any noise. We're gonna. So we are sitting outside of a Starbucks, so I apologize for any uh, any noise. Yeah. It's just too nice out to be inside. That's very true. Yeah. It's like a beautiful 70 degrees. I no know. wind at yeah. the moment. It's pretty nice. I'm not gonna, if, oh. I could say, wish it was a little sunnier. Just, just a little bit. So we should probably uh, let the people know who uh, I'm talking to and yeah. how we know each other. Sure. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, I, mean, I can go into it. Go for it. Um, I'll start with the short story, and then we'll get more elaborate into it, so... Gotcha. Just sum it up, you know, we're basically best friends. <laughs> We've been friends since, what, sophomore year of high school? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sophomore year of high school, and that was like five years ago, six years ago? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, that was like a long six time. Years We've been ago, friends actually. for a, a long time. Yeah. God damn, that's a long time. I know. That's making me feel old. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, um... You know... That's the short story, right? I, I mean, should I get more into it? No, yeah. that's that's pretty clear okay. cut. Um, yeah. Vinny is probably actually the reason I'm into watches. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the OG, um, you guys. <laughs> he's the 
here's the reason. Uh, no, I actually, that's a pretty good topic to talk about. Yeah. Um, I actually just got into watches literally off of a boutique brand. Uh, the Fifth. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I actually have I heard of them through a YouTuber, a fashion YouTuber, which, you know, tells a lot about myself, but... Um, he mentioned the fifth, and yeah, I and I, I saw the one. Talking about you. I'm just yep, like, yeah. yep, yep. And I don't want to give him any publicity, but uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. But yeah, the fifth, right? They're just like a minimalist style, like Bauhaus ripoff um, watch. And I bought it was a I I think you remember, but mm-hmm. I'll tell everyone it was a gold case, right? Fake gold, and it was a black leather band with a black dial. You know, super douchey. It was it was fine. It's classic. I mean, yeah. it's a symbol. It's a nice taste of sure. style. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, for my first watch, I thought it was awesome. You know? Yeah, you fucking love that. I watch. really did. I really did. I was super into that watch. I would wear it all the time. And then I kind of told Andrew about it, you know, and I showed him. He would see me wearing it. And then I started, you know, get. I was, I was curious, you know, see what else is out there, and. Uh, I think that's when I found uh, TGV, actually. I found TGV, I started watching his videos about the Seiko SKX and all that stuff, and here we are. So, Andrew actually, you know, he got he kind of got into it along with me, right? Wouldn't you say? Pretty like, much. Like, we yeah. were we got into it at, like, the same So, like, when I was, speed. like, 18, I worked for K. Yeah. And that's kind of how I learned about, like, just really just watches. I mean, I always wore a watch, but it was, like, just... Target or Bulls right. or, or, or and that's what I thought was like a watch. Right. And once I got into K, I learned about Citizen, Bulba, and Movado, and I yeah. sold those. And that's when I finally picked up the Citizen that I had. Yep. Um, that I actually sold, which is sad, but also cool because that's kind of what got me into um, the sign of business. Yeah. But yeah, we kind of got into the same time. And it's funny, we actually worked at the same uh, place, selling jewelry and watches. So I mean, it was. Pretty interesting. That was an interesting town. I almost forgot about that. I know, too. right? Yeah. We, we're old. We're getting old, actually. I know. It's. I don't want to talk about it. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Like, I'd say we got into watches, you know, kind of at the same time, pretty much. Yeah. But yeah. And it, uh, it's definitely snowballed for me into. Yeah, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew got crazy with it. <laughs> but it's you know what? We, me and him have talked about doing this kind of thing for a long time. Yeah, actually, funny, funny story, guys. Mm. Um, when we were, like, sophomores, maybe juniors, uh, we, we talked about starting a YouTube channel. Oh, we were definitely, um, we were definitely sophomores. Or going, was, in my, I think it was, it was the summer. It was the summer going into yeah. junior year. Yeah. And we wanted to, like, I don't, I don't really <laughs> remember what it was, but it was, like, Wanted to be a kind of like a podcast style YouTube we channel. We basically wanted to just make vlogs of like, because we thought we were, you know, hot <laughs> shit and we wanted to make, <laughs> we thought our lives were interesting. I think half our lives were spent going to Starbucks or yep. uh, like we are literally right now. Literally get right off here. of school, yep. walk to Starbucks, get a coffee and just chill. Yep. It's pretty much it's exactly what we're doing right now. About a, yeah. <laughs> Except we didn't get off school, but you know. Now we're grown. Yeah. We're sort of grown, I guess. We're getting there. Um, Actually, uh, adolescence goes until you're 25, so... That's true, that's true. Uh, one thing that'd be really cool to talk about, since we are both young uh, enthusiasts of the sort, is young enthusiasts. Um, oh, the okay. lack of their, or... Lack um, thereof, yeah. Lack thereof, or just kind of the, the saturation, even, in the market of Instagram, Facebook.
Yeah, I mean, when it comes to the saturation of the watch market on social media, I find it's mostly inhabited by people not our age. That's very true. Usually 25 and up, usually someone successful that can afford the watches, you know, the nice watches. But when it comes to, I've noticed this, when it comes to the lower end watches, and I don't mean this in a negative way, I just mean like price-wise. Affordable. Yeah. You don't really see too many of those by younger people. You know what I mean? Because those younger people, they're wearing smart watches or they don't wear a watch. Um, very rarely do I come across someone my age or around my age that has like a Seiko or an Orient or a Citizen even. You know what's funny is that I have not come across someone with another... I've seen one person yeah. at a hockey game and I could just tell by the case shape and mm-hmm. I freaked out. Um, oh yeah, I've not it's seen a big deal. <laughs> yeah, ever. I know, which is actually surprising. You know what? Maybe it's just because we live in Illinois. Yeah, maybe we need to go to the city more. We're maybe. not. We're not too far. We should, well, should I mean, like, more. I just mean well, city. Florida, even. Well, yeah. Or like California, or maybe. New York. Water-based places, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> anywhere by the water. Anywhere by the. I mean, like Michigan. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, or more densely populated areas. Yeah. You probably would see more of them. It's just. Yeah. Simple math right there. Yeah. But there's... A, a, I was talking to someone about this the other day. The saturation of, like, the market and being there's so many, like... Like, like eBay... The eBay seller and buyer has moved to the Instagram market. Okay. Of just kind of pumping and dumping watches. You know, they've, like, oh, watch for sale, sell. Like, it's, no, it's, not a, it's not a blog, per se, or content. It's right. just a pump and dump eBay yeah. style yeah. on Instagram. Um, and not against that, because that's fine. Just you know, flipping watches and Instagram. Right. <clears throat> but um, it's just been so many kind of bringing upbringing. Right. Yeah. In Instagram. Instagram's definitely a huge player. I would say. Um, in a way, it's the. I mean, obviously, Facebook has a huge following with the older enthusiasts, but Instagram's almost one of the only players. In yeah. A way. Um, yeah. No. Because they have such a power to influence mm-hmm. obviously YouTube has that power with like you know channels like TGV like we talked about but yeah it's harder to become noticeable on YouTube when it's easier to become noticeable on Instagram which is an interesting thought in itself um I mean to even get noticed on YouTube like multiple yeah, you gotta, followers yeah and, I mean you gotta but what's the what's the, when you get when you get a plaque I think like Oh, man, um, there's, there's plaques 000? for different amounts. Oh, okay. Like, they have the diamond plaque. I think that's when you get a million. Yeah. Um, but then I think you get 100,000, I think you get one, I think. I think it's like silver, oh, gold. Oh, yeah, because TGV got one for 100,000. Yeah. Yep. Was it silver? Silver. Yeah. Um, I think a gold is what, like, I think 500,000. And then diamond is a million. Yeah, that sounds about right. Gosh. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, as far as... So, okay, we talked about the saturation, right? Mm-hmm. As far as adolescence and younger mm. enthusiasts, I mean, do you think it would take a lot, and by a lot I mean a lot of work, to get younger people into watches? Um, because you almost kind of have to explain why you need one, or not re- not why you need one, but rather why it's significant and important to own one. I think with like the visual aspect of Instagram. 
yeah really gets people into it at first i mean like because the only thing that's drawing like is the aesthetics to movement or dw um on instagram is the aesthetics of their channel right and their page and their look if you make that aesthetically trendy I don't want to use the word trendy, just aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Um, look to your own page and use that to an affordable vintage watch. Right. And say, this is $100 uh, movement watch. This is a $150 like, vintage watch. Um, right. Here is A and B, the pros. And here's A and B, the pros of the movement. You know, like there's... Right. Yeah. And just make it a simple black and white for the consumer. Because cause the consumer... Whether it be a fourteen-year-old or a forty-year-old, right, can learn anything online. Information's Literally. free. Information, yeah. Instagram's free, which is insane. Think yeah. About. But the information, everything is free nowadays. So if they don't like the price of the watch, you can look it up on Amazon and get it for a little cheaper. A lot. Or you want to know more about this movement, you can just Google the movement. Right. And most of the information will come up. And like. Here's the thing. When you find a new watch that you like, what draws you in initially? The aesthetics of it, right? Mm. How it looks. That's kind of what I think um, needs to happen with this younger generation. Mm. I think... And that's how okay, Instagram one, can and play that part of... Right. right. Like enthusiasts on Instagram that have a big following can obviously post affordable watches that look good. Mm. People are like, wow, I like that. And they, Like you said, they look it up and they get into it. But I also think that these these watchmakers and companies they need to do a better job of marketing I oh, think oh yeah 100% because they're like I see marketing for movement watches all all the time on Instagram honestly it's a fucking fantastic marketing they're doing a honestly they're doing a they could teach like Seiko and Orient a thing or two you know what I mean it's the the big dogs are playing kind of the big dog field um, and, and I say that in a global aspect they're not playing in a micro idea which is like a micro think, idea would be like Instagram marketing. Right. Like, that's not on their radar. I think Seiko's trying to play, like, Rolex, and they're not Rolex. I mean, how how often do you see marketing for Rolex? You really don't. People just know Rolex is king. We see Billboard once in a while. Yeah. We're near Chicago, and we see that, but... Sure. But, like, I'm saying, like... You never see a... Like, a commercial or a... Yeah. Like... And Seiko... I'm not saying Seiko is worse than Rolex. I just mean that their reputation and their significance as a brand I mean you can't really I mean what I mean what do you think can you, no, can, no, no, can no, you compare I that to no, Rolex you, like you're not yeah, they can't ride the name they can't ride the exactly exactly exactly. Um, exactly when Rolex can't exactly um, yeah like if you see companies like that market more towards you know, like like the amount of options Seiko has is crazy the only other company that I see kind of doing a good job with the marketing is actually Swatch yeah, they do a really good like YouTube marketing. Yeah, I see, a on, lot. on on YouTube especially. Yeah, that's the, and that's a good place. Yep. Um, I think Omega's doing a good job, and but they could do better. They could do a lot better. They could do a lot better. Um, but they're taking those steps to that micro, um, not even micro. They're, they're not at the micro level yet. Micro kind of in the in the fields of Instagram stuff, but they're taking the steps towards the younger generation using like. It's some Instagram models, yeah. but uh, mostly using like ambassadors. celebrities and ambassadors. Yeah, um, I have noticed that they're using some Instagram models. Um, well, you know, back in the old days, right? I'm talking or Instagram like, like photographers, not like I'm not saying like douchey models in that kind of sense, but yeah. But um, there's a photographer that I follow that they're using him yeah. as an ambassador, kind of, sort of. 
But in cool, cool and unique kind of ways. Right. Um, do you remember back in the old days, like 50s, 60s, when James Bond first came out, right? Mm-hmm. And he wore the sub. Yeah. And everyone was a huge deal. Yeah. Well, these new James Bond movies, right? He's wearing an Omega now, mm. right? But I think, I think Omega's trying to use that as a marketing tool, like the James Bond movie. But people aren't looking at watches the same way. Like, no one's looking at James Bond's watch nowadays. Mm. Most people, anyways. I think it, it helps. It, it helps and doesn't hurt. Um, it definitely helps. It, it, it also doesn't really. It, it, no one cares. Right, because like. I mean, that. The, most people, the only people most of the people that would notice his watch are watch enthusiasts. That's true. Like, oh, he's wearing the coaxial diver. Like, that's pretty sick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I mean, a regular guy, Joe Schmo, isn't going to know. Joe, Joe Schmo is going to be more to the Aston Martin he's driving and the pretty chick than the watch. Exactly. And they, exactly. Don't, they don't play the watch enough either in the movies. No. Like, they used to play it as a gadget. In exactly, I do. By the way... Yeah, those were the good days of Bond. Mm-hmm. The laser on the on yeah. the watch. Although Skyfall was really good. Skyfall was good. Off topic. <laughs> Dude, we just Sorry. trailed off. That was James Bond is good. I think James, James, is. James Bond is good. <laughs> James Bond is good, dude. Anyone says he isn't is a liar. I swear. No, but uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it helps. It helps. Um, but yeah, like Patek Philippe just got an Instagram. Couple months ago now, yeah. Oh which yeah, is insane to think about. Uh, they do, yeah. A major number. No, I would say number one in the game. Patek, you yeah. Think? I think my personal opinion is they're number one, and they just in got a fucking Instagram, which is insane. Okay. Um, I, I in many different ways, it's like that's a bit like I just think they're the highest level you can go, in my opinion. Patek, uh, Patek would be the highest. What level. about Lange? I still think Patek's. Lange, they're right there. People say Lange is the poor man's Patek, but no, Lange, no, Lange, no. Lange is the like German. Lange, Patek. yeah, Lange and Son is like. I think man, anyone who thinks isn't doesn't one guy make that make those watches? I have no idea. I actually don't know much about. I them. probably sound like an idiot because that's probably wrong. But no, it's I've scary. heard that we don't know. I've heard that it's all by hand. And it's like one German guy or a couple. I, I don't know. They're not one, big. It's like one old guy in a basement. They make custom lane. watches though. Yeah. So does Patek though. I mean, there's a few even like big, big like expensive brands that do really cool custom stuff. I mean, even Rolex. But people, custom. well, people think like, like not Swiss is bad. Like people fucking forget about the French market, which used to be yeah everything. That's where everything would come from. French. Your Swi- uh, French Swiss. French started. Wow, like watchmakers were all French at one yep, point. Yep. Yep. Um, Swiss actually used to be. Not good. Yeah, they had to build a, a name for themselves. And people forget that, like, um, I'm using my hand motions, and no one can see me. <laughs> uh, but they forget that literally France is right across the mountains, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. The French, like, fucking my Maddie, is crazy undervalued. Not a lot of people know about it, and it's a, it's a Swiss uh, movement in there. That I love your Maddie too. That thing is nice to look at, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Germans too. German Germans make. Um, great watches. I mean, what's that one brand that I love? I'm obsessed with? honestly like blanking on the name. I'm trying to think of another German brand. No, the dude, the the German, the only other German brand, pretty much. Right. I'm fucking blanking too. Lange. Lange. Oh, there's Zin. Oh yeah, fucking Zin. Yeah. Or Zin, Zin, Zin whatever Zin. you. Yeah. It's a they Zin. make pilots' watches. But I don't have one yet. They're nice. Yeah. 
They're really nice. What's the freaking watch, dude? That uh, makes the freaking the big pilot. No, 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 no. The other, the other German company that I was thinking of. Fuck! I don't know. We're blanking. Oh if you, God. if you know, and you can uh, DM us. I, I know some of the names of their watches, but I can't think of the name. Some of the watches. Orion, the club. Oris? No, not no. Oris. Freaking. <laughs> All right, let's just move on. No, this is gonna bother me, dude. <laughs> I need to know who it is. They just came out with that watch, the driver's watch. Oh, Nomos. Nomos. Fucking Nomos. Nomos. That's what I was trying to think uh, of. By the uh, way, that new watch they came out with. Oh, the. The, the driver's watch, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Where uh, Theo Harris did a video on it. Yeah. We just talked about the other day. Yeah. We can briefly talk about it if you want. I mean, it, it kind of. Fucking sucks. It's like, kind of disappointing. It's like, all right, this is Nomos. This the, is what we do. A simple brand, right? This is like we've done this for years. Of this, the design aesthetic. masters, you could say. Yeah, and then we're gonna be like, oh, we're gonna add something that makes no fucking sense. Okay, like we're gonna. Like, uh, this has no point. For people who look. don't know what we're talking about, Nomos is a German brand. Okay, the Nomos mm. Glashut, right? <laughs> they're German brand. Right. They just came. They, they're known for making really simple, aesthetically pleasing Bauhaus-inspired watches, right? Mm. They have some really non-complicated watches, and they have some pretty complicated watches. I mean, fairly complica- complicated for the price point. Yeah, I mean, they're a great price point. They just came out with a quote-unquote driver's watch. Which said they have no fucking connection. Right, no to connection whatsoever. This is Bezel World release, right? Yeah. Yeah, it came, yeah, out, of, yeah, yeah, came yeah. out of Bezel World 2018. And it, it, I, honestly, I'm trying to describe this thing. It came out in three different types. It has, colors. like, um, kind of like a half circle. It looks like face. a speedometer. Like a speedometer. Right. And you think it's kind of a function of some sort? The main function of a watch, it needs to be readable. And you can't even read oh, this yeah. thing. <laughs> you can't even the, tell the time. The loom is like fucking light. It's, you it's can't not, read it. Honestly, bad. Mm. Bad nomos. Bad nomos. They're not a driving watch. For 100% not a driving watch. It's unfortunate, too. Mm. But, you know. Yeah. That, I look, mean, look, look on up, the other side of the up. coin, you can't make it a slam dunk for uh, every year, you know? You can't. Yeah, you can't. Like I, I don't blame win. them for taking the risk, because taking risks you need to take risks. I blame them for not making risks. a fucking connection. Like they're just, if I was just like, like I need, there needs to be a connection with a brand like that of why they're making this watch. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There's no connection. I, I don't like that. I yeah I agree. I think it was a bad call. I honestly think that it wasn't thought out thoroughly enough, especially from that company. You know what I mean? Like. What would your be your like go to drive watch? Oh, was it Jeje Lecoult that made that driving watch where the where the face was tilted so that when your hand is up here you can read it? Does Constantine make a watch that's tilted like that? Let me look it up. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up and you think of something else to talk about while I look it up. All right, we're gonna. So Vashon Constantine made the tilted face. Yeah. Drive. What's the name of the watch? You see it there? Um, it just says 1921 driver's watch, historic American. Yeah, okay, Vacheron Constant- Constantine, historic American, 1921. It's very 1920s. Yeah, it has. It's that got aesthetic. a sub seconds. Yeah. Is that a sub seconds? Yeah, it's a sub yeah. seconds. It's got a, it. First of all, the case is, it's like a rounded square. 
but the dial is round, but the case is square. Anyone who knows what we're talking about can instantly picture it in their head, because yeah. I can immediately picture it in my head. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rose gold. Um, this one is rose gold. Looks Completely out of our price ranges forever. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like, it's... That's, it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, um, there's one thing you brought up the other day, um, about straps and watches, and I thought it was a really cool thing to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah, how straps can, like, effectively double, triple, quadruple your collection. Because there, anyone who's ever, like, met me from kind of my Instagram goes, holy shit, you put different straps on every watch every fucking second, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with changing right. the watch. Yeah. I think it's super cool. Like any any guy with one man one watch collection knows that he now has five with five different straps, like five different watches, one watch. You could effectively have one watch and have twenty straps and mix it up every day of the week, two times over. And, and it, I think it gives a different feel, like a NATO versus a metal. Like it oh, all yeah. gives a different. Honestly, feel. like and here, I'm gonna give a good example here. You just buy a new watch and you're going through the honeymoon phase. Obviously, you know what I'm talking about because you're going through it right now with your Orient. You, you wear it every day, but then it starts to get stale, right? As soon as you, it starts to get stale on you, swap out the strap. It, it, it'll change the look of the watch. Swap the strap out three times already. Yeah, exactly. Three times. Yeah. I don't think I've had it a week. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. That's super That's bad. That's pretty bad. But hey, yeah. if you like if you like mixing up straps... This is this, this is definitely its permanent. Oh, yeah. He's got it on like a, a tan... Here. Look. Yeah, tan leather. With the, the white stitching matches the dial. Mm-hmm. It looks great. I just dripped some coffee on it, but you know, everything needs to go through its wear and tear. See, th- I'm going to tell the audience, mm-hmm. the listeners, a little secret, or not really a secret, but an insider insider information, right? Yeah, what's the insider information? So Andrew here has lots of watches, right? I only have like one. Yeah, you really? Right? I mean, you have I have the swatch. I have the the new gent, the 42 mil. Yeah. Um, just black with the white dial. That one, but this the SKX gets all my wrist time. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the SKX was gifted to me by Andrew. So long time. Literally, ago. yeah, yeah, a long time. I had this like for a year now. More than that. No. What, uh, what you gave it to uh, me while we were working together at K, which was last year. God, that was only a year ago. Yeah. It feels longer. But I remember the day you gave it to me. We were working. We were at work. And I was on my break. Oh, yeah. And I kept bugging you about it. And you're just like, fine, here. Because, like, I was on my break. And it came with the rubber strap, which I hated. And you I immediately went. I, I immediately, on my launch break, I immediately went down to this, like, little watch stand. And I bought a NATO for it immediately. Leather, a leather NATO. Mm-hmm. And now I have this, um, this other NATO. That's the, the red, white, and blue. Yeah. Like, literally matches yeah. the color scheme of the watch. Really, really cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's 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 dope, but um, yeah. Me personally, like as far as a, a collector goes, I like having one or two, three tops watches. And if I want, and if I'm thinking about getting more than that, I'll sell one and swap it out for another. Only because one, for the most part, you can if you sell a watch, you can always rebuy it later on if you have the means. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're into that buying and selling watches, you'll definitely come into owning it once or twice, you know. Um, I know TGV has gone through that many times. Where, yeah. Where he has that. a watch, sells it, buys it again. Yeah. Like, he's done that with, oof, the Datejust. He had a Datejust. Remember that? He had a two-tone Datejust. He's done it a couple times. A couple times sure. with a couple watches. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's not a bad thing to do. Um, I, I just like having a focus collection. 
and I like that classic collector um, style where you have like you know a dress watch, a dive watch, a chronograph, you know, or a sports watch, whatever you want. Mm. Right now, I just have the the diver, the sports watch, but I want to get the next watch. I want to get as a dress watch. Mm-hmm. Thinking about the Bambino, the small seconds. Honestly, so much good things have been talked about the Bambino. I just wish it was a little smaller. Yeah, it's forty mil. You know, can't really complain because the price point. Yeah, can't like really complain. One fifty, one hundred. Yeah, that's little. That's ridiculously cheap. Cheap. That's For an in-house made movement by Orient, it's fantastic. Which is now. I'm pretty sure attackable, right? Um, I think I think, so. I think maybe the newer so. models are. I, I, I know it's a better model than what I have. My, mine's kind of the '90s when Orient wasn't. I don't think as good as Orient is now. Um, yeah, yeah. That's but. when actually Seiko was taken off too. Well, yeah, Seiko was big in the '90s. Yeah, they, yeah. They've been big for a while. I mean, they have been. They've been kind of king in that air, that realm of their world. Yeah, in the Asian market for a while. Oh yeah. I mean, have you seen the Asian market, the the Japanese market, some of the Seikos on the Japanese market that Beautiful. are only? Yeah, it's really cool. Personally. I don't want to go to uh, Jap- Japan and look at the museum. Yeah. Um, love to go there. But I was going to say, one of my personal favorite Seikos right now is the uh, the Shogun. Shogun. Yeah. It's a, it's a JDM Seiko, I think. I think you can only get it in the Jap- Japanese market. Yeah, my Orient is the JDM market. Yeah, yeah, that's I haven't found it in the states. But the Shogun is a is a diver, okay. titanium diver. Ooh. Um, and the finishing on that, oh man. I'm I'm in the process of saving up. Um, not even maybe not even process, but, but goal. Uh, so I just turned twenty, so I have about a year to save up. Um, Happy late birthday, by the way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> We're both actually our birthdays are really close to each other. Um, month, month apart. Yeah, just almost, yeah, yeah. Like but, almost exactly a month. Um, but I'm in the process of saving up for my first like big wash. What's it gonna be? Um, I'm I'm actually thinking about a Grand Seiko. Really? I've been looking into them a little bit more. Okay. Let these cars pass. Yeah. Just let them. Hey, hello. <laughs> hello. Why cars? Um, yeah, I've been looking into the Grand uh, Grand Seiko like a ton. Yeah. Um, versus maybe like any vintage Rolex, Datejust. The DJ um, man. But like I I want something different. Yeah, every, sure. everyone has, not everyone, but, but like a lot of people, or like a Speedmaster, and everyone has a Speedmaster, everyone has a Datejust, and not a lot of people have the Grand Seiko. True. Uh, I'll let this car pass. He's just gonna sit here, huh? Yeah. Did you pause so, it? So, yeah, I'll pause it. Okay. So yeah, um, I'm looking into the Grand Seiko just because. They're about 3,000, 4,000 on the Houdinki site. That's yeah. where I was looking. Yeah. Um, they're really clean, simple faces. I love things um, with a no date. It's just simple. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's literally just a simple... That's one of my favorite complications is the lack of complications. It's the lack of complications. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to me, I uh, I, I like a Rolex and I like um, the luxury brands like that. Yeah. And Grand Seiko is a luxury brand. But when I like when people don't know the brand. You know, and, and they just go like, "That's a cool watch." They go, "Dude, that's a Rolex." You know, I don't want, I don't want to get something a SoundCloud rapper would get. You know, and do you get what I'm isn't saying? isn't there a part of you though that that is that wants a, a recognizable? I fucking yeah, I want everyone to walk up to me and be like, exactly, because, because you're spending a, a lot yeah. of money on it, and so you kind of want people like. But I also oh. want the right people yeah. to come up to me, and I think with uh, Grand Seiko. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Because the people who would be like. Dude, is that a Grand Seiko? Are the people who want to go like, dude, is 
By the way, which do you think is the most recognizable Rolex? The is most the recognizable the sub? Rolex. I think it's the sub. 100% the sub. Now, would you say that's the most popular? I think the Datejust is probably a little more popular than the sub. Really? Depending on what market, I guess, you're looking for. Uh, the American. Well, like, what tier of the market? Like, are you looking at um, vintage? Or are you looking at Oh, new? I just mean... Are we looking at the average consumer? Are we looking at the knowledgeable consumer? I just mean for Rolex as a whole. As a whole? Like, like which which is the most, their most popular, probably most bought watch. Then, then I definitely would say the sub. Probably really? Yeah. So you, think, do you think the sub is their most recognizable and their most bought? I think if the average Joe's walking into a Rolex, they're going to pick up a sub over everything else. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, if we're talking about currently, I'd say it's obviously the GMT. Yeah, oh, well, Bezel World, and, oh, yeah, dude, I went to well, a Rolex shop the other day, yeah. and they're like, yeah, we're, we're booked. Everyone's ordering just GMPs in general. And Batman, like, specifically, that was what I was talking about. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Like, but the the new Pepsi, by the way. Uh, and they, um, Daytonas are flying off the shelves, too. Again? The steel, the steel Daytonas are just going crazy. There, there was a, a couple of years ago, that was, they were big. Like, everyone wanted the, the, the ceramic Daytona. All right, Daytona? Speedmaster. Speedmaster. Thank you. Come on. Fuck, I don't, I don't like Daytona. That's not really a... Like, I take a Daytona, honestly, and I like them. Real talk. But I like Speedmaster so much better. Real talk. Daytona. It's not that exciting. Only only vintage. Only vintage Daytona, and then I don't have the money Paul for Newman, vintage. Newman, obviously. Yeah, I don't have that money. Yeah, do you have, uh, was it 5 mil? Well, $17 million for the actual um, Paul Newman Daytona. Yeah. Fun fact, actually, I was invited to that. I never went. Uh, I uh, I chose a, a final over Paul Newman Daytona or something. Really? Uh huh. You're crazy. Mm hmm. At the time, I was not involved in this as much as I am now. Sure. So I did not. Uh, Two clowns just walked by. <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating that. What? What? what at all? Nope. Literally, they're green hair and clown makeup that that would distract anybody <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for the distraction but uh to actual no, don't clowns. even apologize dude that's no, insane that's, that's a, insane that's an acceptable um pause do we just live in that that world now where you can just see a clown walk by at any given moment I feel like at one point it was normal but now it's not I don't know that's weird I don't know man Anyways, I like that they just casually walked into Panera. <laughs> like, hey, I like the uh, bread bowl, please. Oh God! Hawks their horn on the nose. Anyways, Speedmaster. Way, I think aesthetically looks better. I think historically, way more significant. Obviously, the Speedmaster is way more historically significant than the Daytona. I mean, they they. they, they the Daytona was more of like a race. You know this? They made a um, uh, Speedmaster that looks just like a Daytona. Really? It was a me. tribute to a, I believe, a Formula One racer. If I'm correct. Um, I'll look more into this, but um, the Watchfinder Co. did a video on it. 
New Speedmaster or Vintage Daytona? Yeah. Think about that one. New Speedmaster or Vintage Daytona? Yeah. I would have to say... Can I pick the, like, the pre... Speedmaster, new Speedmaster, you know what I'm talking about? The Heritage nope. reissue? Nope. Or do you have to pick like brand a classic? New. Rando? Like a random? No, brand new. Brand new. Well, that, well that's reissued. That's new. Oh, sorry. It's the, it's yeah, the yeah, yeah, vintage yeah. reissue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that watch. That would be the only Speedmaster I could get. Really? Actually, it would be the, the pre-moon watch Speedmaster. I, the, the vintage, um, just the, and, oh, the, and a little bit smaller size. I actually did, um, well, I tried it on at the Omega store. So you still choose the, the new Speedy over the Daytona? Yeah. I don't, like, Daytonas are cool looking. I don't like them. They're not my, I, like, I like them. I just don't care. I honestly take, sense. I take a red sub, a vintage oh. red sub over a Daytona any day. Vintage, just a vintage sub. Pretty much yeah. any vintage sub. Yeah. So I would take over Daytona. Oh, yeah. Any day. I don't know, I don't know, man, the, the Daytona... It's very popular, but it's just not for me. Now, okay, I, can we talk? Please talk about how Omega has way too many models of the Speedmaster. Of all their watches, any they just have way too many models of their whole collection is huge, man. They, I, I, they're not, they're, they don't have a focused vision. I actually like do have a strong opinion on that, and, sure. I, and I think it's 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 annoying, definitely at times. Yeah. Um, but it's good that they're always pushing. Okay. Like they're always changing, and they're not kind of sticking the same, and they're always trying to improve. But they've saturated the Speedmaster market too much. Yeah, they've, but they've done cool have stuff. Have you seen how many Speedmaster models are? Too many. Way too many. They they need to At make the same a new. Time, though, well, it, with the Railmaster, that's a new coaxial, like new design. Um, but it's reissued like the yeah. Railmaster look, and, and I fucking well, I, love, I that love yeah watch. that watch is nice. And just the coaxial watches that they made are, are amazing. Yeah. Kind of with like that like lined face you know yeah. what I'm talking about oh yeah how many gauss is the railmaster uh like you know what i mean you know i should know this i actually like wrote an article about you it you should know this and i visited a store um i don't um what no. you wrote I'll an article i know uh is it a hundred thousand gauss so i don't know because the the mil the rolex mil gauss is only like what a thousand gauss and that's not that good isn't it it's not that good. Do you like the? I like the. I fucking the love Mil the Milgauss. More than the, the Daytona. They fucking know you enough credit for the Milgauss. Dude, that That's watch? a sick second hand. Bro. In a white. The I like the bolt? white face. Yeah. The like lightning bolt hand. With the green crystal. Mm -hmm. They did a great job. I love the Milgauss. Yeah. I love the Milgauss. What about the? How do you feel with the Air King? The new Air issue? King? Yeah, the new issue. What do you mean? The new one that they made like a couple years ago. Oh, with the with the five, ten, yeah. fifteen. Um, I like it. You like it? I like it. They had a lot of hate for it. A lot of hate. Okay, in pictures, I didn't like it, but when I saw it in person, yeah, because we went to the Rolex store about like two years ago now, and no. we saw it. Yeah, it was like, two years ago. A year ago then. It's a year ago. It feels it was last ago. summer. Yeah. Yeah. We need to go again. Yeah, met a really cool guy there. It was nice. Um, yep. Good song. Um, <laughs> someone just drove by. Twenty One Pilots. Uh, but yeah, like I, no, I like it. Nice. I just it's tried it out size. again like two days ago, and and I, st I don't think I would buy it as my first Rolex. Okay. Um, because oh maybe I would actually. Really. It's it's a good size. I think it's 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 edgy. Air King or Explorer. I tried on the Explorer to Blackface Explore and the Air one. King. 
Explorer 1. You're right. I started on Explorer 1 um, and Air King. Because and it was actually hard because they... The reason the Air King gets a lot of crap is because they, pe it, people are saying it's basically an Explorer 1 with just more numerals. Oh, oh I, I, I shot an Explorer, Explorer 2 with the steel bezel. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, why are you correct? I thought I said that right. Um, But, um... Well, the original Air King was literally the Explorer dial. Yeah. So... That's true. Yeah. But the Air Kings were always pretty small, weren't they? Yeah. And yeah. This is literally just a, a full-on recreation of yeah. it. Like, that's what I like about it, is because with... They, what they did is the 5, 10, 15, 20, um, they did all that in this, like, nice white. Yeah. Well, they kept the with well, the three, six, and nine in that steel. Isn't there green on that watch? Yeah, the the Rolex I believe is green. Yeah. And or no, the Air King is green, and then the hand is green. The and second I, hand. And I really like that. Me too. And I, and I think part of me really just likes that second hand being green. It's um, cool. You don't see that often. I do like the five, ten, fifteen. Like I think that's cool, and it's a very toolish watch. Yeah. Because with the steel. Um, Three, six, and nine. It gives it the dress your feel, but with the five, ten, fifteen, twenty, you know that it gives it. A, this is a tool watch. Yeah. You can throw it on a suit, and it still looks okay because we have the high polished hand uh, numerals. Yeah. But it is a tool watch, and that's what that's what Rolex is. Yeah. Sorry, there's a Porsche. That's that's a. I don't know what that is. It's not a nine eleven. It's not a Porsche, is it? It looks like a Porsche. No, uh, we can't do podcasts outside anymore. We just get distracted. <laughs> First of all, I was a clown, so we can't, can't oh blame God. each other too much. Yeah. No, um... No, I liked it, yeah. I When yeah, I first saw it, I was like, this is what I'm saving up for, but I don't know anymore. How much was it, like 7000 No, it was only... It was $5,300. Oh, wow. Around $5,000. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was, for it a, new, was for a good... For a brand new Rolex? For a brand new Rolex. Pretty good. Which, I, their fucking upsell is ridiculous nowadays. They went from a $2,000 sub in 2008 to a $10,000 sub in 2018. The sub is 10000 mm -hmm. No, it's not. It's right around that mark. Literally right around, like, 9, 8. Wow. It's not... It's it's not far from 10, which is the issue. That, that's the problem. Would you buy a brand new Rolex from a store? No. I mean, if, you, if I had the money... Why not? Like, if I had the money just to throw $10,000 into a watch for no good reason. But, okay, here's the thing, though, right? If you had if you had the money to buy a brand new sub, wouldn't you want, like, a really rare vintage sub? That's true. You know what I mean? That, like, no one has. Do you think the, but at the, the same Rolex time, though? experience, though, is important with the Rolex watch? What do you mean? Having the boutique experience, having the five-year warranty they offer... Um, I think I think the what's more important for me, fuck the Rolex experience. True. I care about the watch. True. Um, what's more important for me is the only reason I ever buy new is because I know that I'm the only owner of this watch. That is that is true. Isn't that cool? That's a well, cool feeling. Is it is it a what six thousand dollar premium to be the first owner? Yeah, but I mean. You have that warranty, yeah, that's good too. And it's like buying a new car; it's gonna it's gonna go down depending on the watch. Right? As soon as you walk out, it's well. Rolex is usually a depreciation. They still depreciate if you buy new, but not a lot. They they hold their value pretty well. But like I was saying, though, I mean, I would buy a new watch personally, a new Rolex personally, because I'd be the only owner, and I'd want it to last a long time. Like I'd want to hand it down to like my son or something. You know what I mean? And I'm sure you could do that with like a vintage sub, but I mean the chances of it lasting another 50 years. I feel like if anything, if I never bought a brand new watch from a boutique, right? 
I'd want to pick up one. Here's and my have thing. that guarantee to be able to pass it down. If I see, if I'm gonna buy new, I'd go with like Tudor or Omega, almost, you know, because they're they're, they're, they're well, better Rolex, value. I mean, end of the day, Rolex has that prestige. Yeah, I know. it's true. You like you when, you when you're buying a Rolex, you're buying a Rolex. But you could buy like you can buy used, like only a little bit used for like way less. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can buy like a like way less, like 2005. Um, Submariner or a Datejust for like almost half, you know. So it's not. I mean, as far as an investment, you can't go wrong with Rolex Steel Sports. So there's that. Also, I want to talk about Tudor. Um, oh, Tudor is amazing. Tudor is really Tudor killing is it right fucking now. kicking ass. It's killing it. Yeah. Now their marketing. Okay. I have some. Issue with what the fuck does Born to Dare mean? But their watches, man. their watches are great price point. Three oh, okay. three thousand for I a brand know. new watch. Dude, the new the new uh, <laughs> Pepsi GMT, Black Bay GMT by Tudor is what like three thousand dollars? Are you kidding me? Versus versus Rolex is over ten thousand dollars for the steel. The steel GMT mm-hmm. by Rolex is over ten thousand dollars. Are you kidding me? That's awesome. Are you kidding? Me? And Tudor is making their own movements now. Are you kidding me? Yep. A lot of Breitlings actually use so. The, I love. I personally really love the Tudor Chronograph, Black Bay. I think it's a really cool looking. With the steel bezel. It's yeah. It's a very different kind of watch. I like it a lot. It's it's, it's different, um, but it's also a cool heritage. Like it, it's awesome. They use a Breitling um, movement in that watch actually. Um, so Breitling and Tudor have a partnership where, to. Uh, Tudor sends them their in-house movement for Breitling with some Breitling watches. And Breitling sends them their chronograph movement for that chronograph. So it's really cool to get that. But, I mean, Tudor's made some modifications to the Breitling movement yeah. to make it kind of their own. But it's super cool to see that partnership. You know, it's you're creating community at a, such a top-tier level right. that it shows community. Like, some people might have an issue with that, but I think it's showing amazing community. I think so, too. And, and, and I fucking want a Breitling... Tudor mashup yeah. movement in my Tudor mixed dive you were watch. Saying, you were you saying know. earlier that yeah. we were just talking about when you were talking about buying a Grand Seiko mm-hmm. because no one really knows what it is. I feel like you can almost Tudor. say that for Tudor. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's why I'm saying like getting a Tudor because people think it's a Rolex, but like nah, mm-hmm. it's a Tudor. I definitely think because I think it'd be interesting to see what people said in the Asian market also, in Japan whether they would choose a Grand Seiko versus a Tudor. Um, at 2018 Basel World. This watch kind of went under the radar a little bit, but the uh, actually did this, I don't know if this came out at Basel or not, but the the new Tudor Black Bay um, 51, right or 57? Is it the 39 mil? 39 mil. Yeah, they definitely went up, definitely with the GMT. Was that Basel World? Out. Yeah, that was Basel World. Yeah, it went under the radar because the GMTs kind of took it over. Mm-hmm. But that watch, 39 millimeter. Yeah, that's perfect size. Yeah. Perfect. Um, I met a guy who had it on pre-order, so I'll see if he'll and come to the store. It's got the classic like gold. Um, yeah, yeah, it's very um, bet, warm. Um, it's a warm, like, yeah. um, vintage look. Yes. Um, it's yes. cool. It's really cool. Um, Houdinki just did a really cool article, oh, not an article, a video, excuse me, um, on the design of the Tudor Black Bays. Um, they talked to the designer and kind of where he got inspiration for the Black Bays and doing that. Are the Black Bays 42 mil? They are 42, and, they're, and their bezel's very wide. And, and when I put one on, it felt big big like yeah. it wore bigger than a 42 which i did not I also like. i also think that aren't they're they're pretty thick right yeah yeah they're just they're a tool watch yeah 
they're, they're decently thick. Which I'm, I'm fine with a thick watch, as long as it's a tool watch. Um. Yeah, no. I mean, this my SKX is a 42 mil, and this wears great. But we're gonna let this uh, truck pass real yeah. quick. Super Duty going on there? 4x4 Sierra. No, but uh... Yeah, the SKX is a 42, but their bezel kind of sits... It's got short lugs. Yeah, and it sits kind of pointed down, yeah. bezel. It well, wears, the bezel sits the it other wears way like and the Tudor. Like, it sits that way. Yeah. Kind of like pointing up. Right. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just look up a... Black Tudor Bay, versus a yeah. 007 or 009 or SKX. I honestly, this watch wears like a 40. It wears smaller. Um, I saw the 013. Oh, yeah, 013, which is the 38mm. I can't um, imagine that. It must be really small. It did look small. Because they, they, they fit smaller. So you have to have pretty skinny wrists um, to have to go that route. Well, I mean, I personally like smaller watches. But even, like, the there's, I'm staring at the double on your wrist. It yeah. still looks... It fits your wrist perfectly. Like, right. the perfect size. I know. Um, and a dive watch shouldn't be small, I feel like. No, it shouldn't. But on the same side of the coin, I I'm, I might get a lot of hate for this. Go for it. But the the modern Seiko divers are too big. They're too big. Um, and you know I, you know how I mentioned the Shogun earlier. Yeah. That's like a forty-five mil. Yeah, they're forty-four. They're big. I think they definitely but, but follow the bigger trend. But I also think that Seiko really, when they make a tool watch, they make a tool watch. That's true. You know what I mean? Like they're they're gonna make it big and hefty and bulky and like. You know, make it look like I can take a beating, which I respect. But I mean, just make a smaller watch, please. Just make a little, just a little bit smaller. Like a 43 is fine. I, I even take that over 45. Yeah, 44, 45 is just a little too big. It's big, but it's titanium, so it feels like you're wearing nothing. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we're gonna end that here. Yeah. That was uh, Vincenzo. Yeah, Esposito. Yeah, man. Vinny. Thanks for having me on the podcast. I had a no, really yeah. good time. Um, Vinny will be uh, definitely joining us more. Uh, we'll be doing more with him. So if you guys enjoyed us just um, shooting the breeze, uh, just chatting <laughs> over some nice coffee. Shooting the shit. Um, yeah. Uh, tune in next time. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And it's uh, enjoyable. 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 Yeah. All right. You guys have a good day. Bye-bye. Thank you.